Good afternoon, Facebookers. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Y'all come on in. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Y'all come on in. Share this to your pages. Share this with someone. Share, share, share. Y'all come on in. Y'all say, hey, Rachel. How you doing, Rachel? Y'all share this to your pages. I'm going on in Jesus' name. God is good. Amen. And he is worthy to be praised. Listen, I tell you, God is just that type of God that he will hear all prayer in spite of um congested bipolar weather. right amen hey Dijon listen I want you all to know there's a question um we are second Kings chapter five but there's a question that I'm asking everybody on today what is it that you suffer from what do you suffer from because I do believe today when you wash you're going to be cleansed in the name of Jesus. I believe that. And I just don't believe it for you, but I re I believe it for myself as well. Amen. And so we have to understand that we all suffer from something. Whether We may suffer from depression. We may suffer from bad relationships. We may suffer from uh, a broken marriage. We may suffer from divorce we may suffer from loss we may suffer from um a loss of a child a loss of a parent a loss of a spouse but we all suffer from something whether um we've lost a good paying job um whether a best friend we we just we're suffering from something whether it's just life we suffer from cancer we suffer from um suicidal thoughts we suffer from um sickness disease we suffer from affirmities we suffer from afflictions we suffer from stuff we suffer from people we suffer from places and i do believe that there's going to be a healing that's going to take place on today but you have to be able to ask yourself do i want to be healed listen I talked about this the other day. There is a bomb in Gilead. There is a healing. Listen, Jeremiah said, is there not a physician here? Do you not want to be healed? And as we begin to read this story of Naaman and his leprosy, that is what he suffered from. And I'm telling you all, man, listen. When we walk through this, you are going to be healed. You're going to be set free. 
whatever whatever it is, whatever is on you, whatever is in you, whatever that's bothering you, whatever that is afflicting you, you have to understand that it is Psalms 34. And I'm going to put that in here. It is Psalm 34 and 19. Many, I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it on here. Many, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivereth, deliver, well, I'm getting right in here, deliver all of them from us. Y'all can read that for yourself. But I'm telling you on today, y'all can be delivered from whatever that is you are suffering from on today. And it doesn't have to take long. It doesn't have to take long. Listen, and I'm, I'll am prove it to you in scripture. Good afternoon, Minister Dustin. God didn't call you to walk in anyone else's thoughts. He called you to walk in his thoughts. That's it. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. Amen. And listen, when you have a heart like God, when you have a character like God, when you have a love like God, you're going to, even though your, your thoughts and your ways may not be like his, but you're going to understand why by and by. Amen. So we're going to go ahead. It is now 106. I have shared this. Um, I ask you all to do the same. Let me go ahead. I got to go into one more place. I'm excited about the, the word on today. So, Lord God, I thank you for waking me up this morning, clothing my right mind with the activities of my limbs, Lord God. God, I thank you for being all I thank you for being God all by yourself. God, I thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. God, I thank you for being Alpha and Omega. God, I thank you for begin for being the beginning and the end. I thank you for being the lily in the valley. I thank you for being my strong tower. I thank you, Lord God, for being the banner. I thank you for being the strong tower. God, I thank you for life, health, and strength. God, I thank you because you are who you say that you are. You are the I am that I am. And Lord God, I am who I am because you are that I am that I am. And God, I thank you on today that you have woke me up, Lord God, with breath in my body. God, I thank you, God, for covering me. I thank you for keeping me. I thank you, Lord God, for leading me and guiding me and directing me. God, I thank you for being the Lord of my life. God, I thank you for being the head of my life. God, I thank you for giving me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But most of all, God, I thank you for letting me know that I cannot lean to my own understanding, that I must acknowledge you and you will direct my path. You will direct my journey. You will direct my direction. You will direct me, Lord God, even in places that I don't even know that I'm going into, Lord God. God, I thank you because you are a mind regulator and you are a heart fixer. God, I thank you for keeping me and covering me. God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be acceptable unto thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. God, I thank you for the word on today. God, I thank you to letting me know, letting others know that they can be washed and cleansed. They can be made healed. God, they can be healed and made whole. God, it's up to them to determine where they want 
to go in life. It's up to them to determine who they want to serve. It's up to you to determine. It's up to them to determine the relationship that they have with you and them. And God, I thank God that I have a relationship with you. I thank God that I know you to be my father. God, I thank God to know you as my help. God, I thank God to know you as my healer. God, I thank God to know you as my deliverer. God, I thank God to know you. God, I thank God for you saving me and sanctifying me, Lord God. I thank you for directing me into the areas that I need to be directed into, Lord God. And I thank you for keeping me from some places. God, I thank you from keeping me from some people. God, I thank you for letting me recognize what's good and what's bad. Thank you, God, for letting me know what's right and what's wrong. Thank you, God, for changing my heart. Thank you, God, for changing my mind. Thank you, God, for changing my ways. Thank you, God, for changing my heart. Thank you, God, for changing everything concerning me, Lord God, for the goodness of this life that I choose to walk in, that I choose to walk through, that I choose to live, to live and survive. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you because I know who I am in you. God, I thank you, Lord God, because my desire is to serve you with my whole heart. God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for my husband. I thank you for my children. I thank you for my grandchildren. I thank you for my leaders. I thank you, Lord God, for my life. God, I thank you for everything that is in me. God, I thank you. God, I thank you for my transportation. I thank you for my home. God, I thank you for new direction. I thank you for new attitude. God, I thank you for the new. God, I thank you because I know who you are. God, I thank you that I know how to pray. God, I thank you because you show me what to pray for. God, I thank you that I don't have to prove to anybody because you've already justified me, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, because you are my vindicator, Lord God. I thank you because you're my advocate, Lord God. I thank you because you speak for me, Lord God. I thank you for your word. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. And I praise your name on today. I praise you, Lord God, because I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for giving me sounding the alarm. Oh, God, I thank you for sounding the alarm. God, I thank you for sounding the alarm. God, I thank you, Lord God, for calling me for such a time as this. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, for calling me to be your chosen vessel. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, because you healed my heart. Lord God, I thank you because you have forgiven me of my sins and my iniquities. Lord God, oh, God, I thank you, Lord God, because you have forgiven me of my transgressions. Lord God, I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, for creating me a clean heart and renewing the right spirit within me, Lord God. I thank you for allowing me to even recognize the errors of my ways, Lord God. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, God. I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. God, I thank you. 
Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, have mercy. God, I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough. I should have been dead and gone. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, because I should have been in jail. God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I never seek it. I never seek Oh, God, I thank you for it. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord God, when I'm not able to sleep. Lord God, I still say thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I thank you for touching my heart. Lord God, I thank you for touching my mind. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you. Let about seeking and I'm seeking and I'm Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I thank you because one day I needed to be washed, Lord God. But, God, I realized I just couldn't be washed, Lord God, but I needed to be cleansed, Lord God. Oh, God, I needed to be white as snow, Lord God. Oh, God, I realized I couldn't have any blemishes, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that I couldn't be wrinkled, Lord God, but I had to be straight, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you because you kept me, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Lord, have mercy. I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I can't thank you enough. It's something about when you could just think back of the goodness of the Lord and everything that he has done for you and the things that he has kept you from. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's just all I'm seeking and 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 Oh, God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 God, I give you the highest praise. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. 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 Glory to your name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, have mercy. Who God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. Continue to look on those that are on this live on today, Lord God, that you will open up doors for them, Lord God. Oh God, I thank you right now, Lord God, that you will touch their hearts, their minds, and their spirit, Lord God, that they will be encouraged, Lord God. They will be healed and set free, Lord God. They will be delivered. Oh God, I thank you. They will be delivered, Lord God. They will receive salvation, Lord God. Change will take place, Lord God. Deliverance. 
will take place, Lord God. Salvation will take place, Lord God. The old will be passed away, Lord God, and all things become new, Lord God. Ah, God, change some things in our lives, Lord God. You do the work, Lord God. You do the correcting, Lord God. You do it, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, somebody needs to know on today that the blood still works, that the blood still works, that the blood still works, that the blood of the Lamb of God still works, and we got to apply it to our hearts. Hallelujah, God. Our minds need to be cleansed. Our hearts need to be purified. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Look, I continue to look on those who are watching publicly, Lord God. Continue to watch on those who are watching privately, Lord God, that they will receive the power of the word. They will be healed by the power of your word. They will receive direction from the power of your word, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody on today is going to be healed and set free because they're going to want to be washed and cleansed in the blood of the lamb, in the blood of Jesus, in the blood of the spirit of God. Oh God, hallelujah. After today, their lives will be changed. After today, hearts will be changed. Send visions, send dreams, Lord God. Speak to the hearts of your people, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, God, we thank you. Oh, God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. God, I give you the highest praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, devil, you were such a liar. Devil, you is such a liar. You can keep trying. Yes, you got some power, but my God is powerful than you. Yes, you have some ways, but my God's ways are more powerful than your ways. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Satan, you can continue to try, but you're going to continue to fail. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I bind up that antagonizing spirit demon in the name of Jesus. I send that antagonizing spirit right back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. I send that antagonizing spirit straight back to hell where it came from in the mighty name of Jesus. There's something about the name when you call on Jesus and Satan begins to tremble because he is afraid. So, God, I thank you. I bless you. I glorify you, God. I thank you for, oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. I worship you, Lord God, in spirit and in truth. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, we still plead the blood. We still plead the blood. We still plead the blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We still plead the blood in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We still plead the blood. We still plead the blood. We still plead the blood. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Whatever we are suffering with God, clean it up, clear it up. Clean it up, clear it up. Clean it up, clear it up. In the name of Jesus, that they will suffer with that thing no more. They will suffer with that thing no more. Because they're going to be washed and cleansed in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. Lord, have mercy. Let us wash and let us be clean in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us be washed and let us be clean in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us be washed and let us be clean in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I thank you. I love you. I bless your name, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Who the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Somebody needs to shout the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. The blood still works. Amen. 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 I bless you all. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Providence Shanice, praise you, woman of God. I thank God for you. Lord knows I do. Tanika, good to see you on here. Good to see you. Good to see you. Karen, God bless you, woman of God. Oh, evangelist, Julia, praise God. Hallelujah. I pray, I pray, I pray the covering of healing over your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Y'all should have your Bibles. Y'all should have your Bibles. Y'all should have your Bibles. Second Kings chapter 5. Second Kings chapter five. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable because of because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. Somebody going to receive deliverance on today. Deliverance will be your portion. Deliverance will be your portion. Deliverance will be your portion on today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It says he was also a mighty man and valor, but he was a leper. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter. What matters is in spite of your suffering, in spite of what they say you are, in spite of where you're at, you are still a man, a woman of God, of valor. Listen, and the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel, a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria? Listen. Let me tell you what the NLT version says. It says here that at this time, Aramean raiders had invaded the land of Israel and among their captives was a young girl who had been given to Naaman's wife as a maid. One day, the girl said to her mistress, I wish my master would go to see the prophet in Samaria. He would heal him 
of his leprosy. I wish that somebody will go and see a prophet and be healed of that thing that is causing you to suffer. Lord, help me, Jesus. Verse four says, so Naaman told the king what the young girl from Israel had said. Go and visit the prophet. The king of Aram told him, I will send a letter of introduction for you to take to the king of Israel. So Naaman started out carrying as gifts 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold, and 10 sets of clothing. I want to let you know on today that the healing you're going to receive is not going to cost you anything. The cleansing you're going to receive is not going to cost you anything. The washing you will do will not cost you anything. Be healed in Jesus' name. Lord, help me, Jesus. The letter to the king Israel said, with this letter, I present my servant Naaman. I want you to heal him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes in dismay and said, am I a God? Lord, help me, Jesus that I can give life and take it away. Some of you on today need to understand that man can't give you life and man can't take it away. But I know a God who can give you life and I know a God who can take your life away. I know a God that can heal you. I know a God that can deliver you. I know a God that can cleanse you. I know a God that can wash you water than snow. I know a God that, cre that can create in you a clean heart. I know a God that can renew your spirit. I know a God. Man can't heal you. But when you go look for the prophet that is sent by God and God gives you a word, the same word he gave to Hezekiah. And it was Hezekiah that had to face the wall when the prophet came to him and said, get your house in order because you're going to die. And Hezekiah began to face the wall. And as he began to face the wall, he said, Lord, Look on what I look how I have been committed. Look how faithful I have been. Look on the good things that I have done. Lord, look on my heart. Look on my illness. Look on my disease. Look at my situation. Look at my life. Lord, I don't want to die. God, I want to live. And before the prophet walked out of the court, the Lord said, Go back and tell Hezekiah that he shall not die, but he will live today. Lord, help me, Jesus. I know a God. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. I know a God who is in the saving business. I know a God. I know a God who will wash you and cleanse you in the mighty name of Jesus. I know a God. I know a God who knows a prophet. 
Lord, help me, Jesus. I know a God who knows a prophet. 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 In the name of Jesus, you need your marriage healed. I know a God who knows a prophet. You need your body healed. I know a God who knows a prophet. In the mighty name of Jesus, whatever you need, I know a God. Who, Jesus. That's right. I tried him for myself. I know a God. The prophet said, am I a man? He said, am I a God that I can give life and take it away? Why is this man asking me to heal someone with leprosy? I can see that he's just trying to pick a fight with me. Somebody is trying to pick a fight with you. Lord, help me, Jesus. Someone is trying to pick a fight with you. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes in dismay, he sent this message to him. Why are you so upset? Send Naaman to me. And he will learn that there is a true prophet here in Israel. I need to let somebody know on today, there are true prophets in this world today. There weren't just true prophets back then, but there's still true prophets today, now, in this very hour. Do you know God who knows a prophet? Do you know a God who knows a true prophet? And you can hear the instructions that are given to you. And they're not trying to pick a fight. But at times, they're trying to pick a fight. Because they're not recognizing who God is. They're not recognizing who a true prophet is. They're not recognizing that some people is just a man. And they are not God. Lord, help me, Jesus. Verse 9 says, so Naaman went with his horses and chariots and waited at the door of Elisha's house. But Elisha sent a messenger out to him with this message, go and wash yourself seven times in the Jordan River. Then your skin will be restored and you will be healed of your leprosy. But Naaman became angry and stalked away. Why is it when we hear a prayer answer and we get angry because it's not what we wanted to hear, it's not what we wanna do, it's not what we're told to say, it's not what we're, we're told to go. Why do we get angry and stomp off when we wanna be washed and we want to be cleansed from what we're suffering from. Because isn't that what Bob says? He was a mighty man in Baylor, but he was a leper. The NLT said here, he said he was a mighty warrior. He suffered from leprosy. You can be a mighty man of God and still suffer from a disease, still suffer from a sickness and you're praying for healing 
You're praying to be cleansed. You're praying for help. You're praying for salvation. You're praying for deliverance. You're praying for someone to come through and give you a word. But when you hear the word that is given, you don't want to receive it because it's not what you want to hear. Because that's what happened with Naaman. Elisha told him to go wash in the Jordan River seven times and that his skin will be healed of the leprosy. Naaman said, I thought, that's what's wrong with y'all. Y'all keep thinking. I thought, I thought, I assumed, I, 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 I. He said, I thought he would certainly come out to meet me. He said, I expected him to wave his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of the Lord, his God, and heal me. What? Listen. Let me read this in the King James Version. Verse 11 says, but Naaman was angry and went away and said, behold, I thought he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord, his God, and strike his hand over this place and recover the leper. Said the same thing. He's a NLT, KJV, similar saying the same thing. We expect people just to wave our hand and call on the name of the Lord. And at times it's supposed to just happen when instructions are given and we don't want to follow the instructions. We want a quick fix. We want a microwavable blessing. But when you in the shower, listen, Lord, help me, Jesus. When I take a shower, I'm about to use me as an example. When I take a shower, matter of fact, I'm going to use me and Minister Laquanda as an example. She said to me, you and Jacob be in the shower forever. Like, what are y'all doing? Well, I'm washing. I'm assuming Jacob's doing the same thing. I was like, I got to wash my face, my ears, my hair. I, wash, I do everything I got to do in the shower all at once, literally. So I may get in at nine and may come out an hour and a half later. <laughs> I'm making sure that I'm completely cleansed in every area of my body, literally. But you have some people that would just get in, wash and get out. I'm just not that person. I'm literally taking a shower and sometimes I'm in there praying. Sometimes I'm in there talking to God. Sometimes I'm in there crying and saying, Lord, help me. <laughs> nah, Jacob ain't doing the same thing. I got a teenager. <laughs> That's right, Minister Dustin. And so, listen, sometimes people take a shower because that's their sanctuary. That's their place of of restoring, revitalizing, recovering, talking to God, you know, just 
sitting there and letting the water just run on you because you've had a bad day. You've, you've had a rough day. You're, whether it's <laughs> facts, whether it's, and she's, uh, she, uh, she, uh, I listen, I have no, I, have, I, I love water, right? Dr. Hunter, listen, I have no lies to tell. She literally like, you're still in the shower, like make that make sense. And I just told y'all the other day, I put it on my page. Don't y'all rush the old people. Listen, we got to make sure that everything we got to take care of is taken care of because listen, by the time we get out, we're already sweating. <laughs> Hot flashes ain't no joke. We going through some things. We got to make sure everything is in. We got to put our powder on. We got to put our, everything got to be taken care of. Y'all feel me? <laughs> Don't rush us. Right. So we got to make sure that we are really good when we get out. And so some people can get in and just, listen, if, if it's time for me to shave, I'm shaving. If it's time for me to wash my hair, I'm washing my hair. If um, if it's time, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I do everything I got to do in the shower. And people are like, well, I got to get out to wash my hair. Well, that's you. Listen to me. Everybody's washing. Everybody's cleansing is not the same. I, I'm going somewhere with here. I, I need y'all to catch this. You have to understand that everybody doesn't wash the same. I heard uh, um, I heard of an apostle uh, young lady did one of my um, marriage conferences one time, and she was talking about how her and her husband, you know, they had got together, and you know, he, they, you know, she was taking a shower, and she had one rag for her face, and then she had another rag for her body, and you know, even I was like, oh well, I just used the same rag like for for everything because I mean, I'm in the shower, you know, I've got the soap, you know, this is what I do. But here's what I'm saying: but there's no wrong way, and there's no right way when taking a shower because everybody is different i need y'all <laughs> set it up elder <laughs> listen listen that's minister laquanda wash on wash off and she out and even I, when listen she stayed with us it's no secret even i said to her you're done <laughs> she was like yeah elder i mean nobody's like you spending five hours in the shower <laughs> And so, and that's another thing. She and I was going to get to that part too. She uses separate towels. I don't. I use the same wash rag, but it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. We had a conversation about how we brush our teeth. She brushes her teeth one way. I brush my teeth another way. We was trying to explain it to Jacob and Jacob had his way of brushing his teeth. So every three people in this house do not brush their teeth the same way. But guess what? When you're done brushing your teeth, it's clean. Your breath is not stinking. When you're washing your body, it may not be the same way, but guess what? Your body is clean. Your body is cleansed. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. All God wants you to do is wash and be cleansed. Lord, help me, Jesus. But Naaman had a problem of how he wanted his leprosy to be healed. You want to be made whole, you want to be healed, you want to be delivered, you want to receive salvation, you want to be married, you want children, you want this new job, but you're not willing to do what is required. Lord have mercy. When, are, when, when will everybody do what is required? When will everybody just wash? When will everybody just be cleansed? When will everybody recognize there's no right way, wrong way, but whatever your way is, do it to the best of your ability, but make sure you're doing it right. Make sure you're doing it. 
Make sure you're following the instructions that are given. Make sure the person that's telling you how to do it is leading you right, is telling you right. Why? Because you want to be washed and you want to be cleansed. Because washing and cleansing is not the same. Because I can wash my clothes, but I got to cleanse my face. <laughs> I can wash my blankets, but I got to cleanse my heart. Can I back that up with scripture? Yes, you can. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen, James 4, Lord have mercy. James chapter 4. Let me help y'all out since, since, since you know, some of y'all like, that don't make no sense. Let me give you scripture. Let me give you scripture. James chapter 4. Chapter 8. I'm sorry. James chapter 4, verse 8. James chapter 4, verse 8. It says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands. And he's and it says, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. He didn't say wash your hands. He said cleanse your hands. Okay, you don't want let's go to the dictionary. Wash means to remove something such as dirt by rubbing or drenching with liquid. Now, it says to cleanse is licking or rubbing with a paw moisture with saliva. I listen, I, I'm just saying I'm just showing you what the dictionary says. So, you wash is to remove something and to cleanse, you got to rub. Wash is to remove Cleanse is to rub. I'm, I'm just saying. Somebody said I said the same. And if you if if you're going to go by complete context, then yeah. So listen, cleanse is to be free from. From. So when you're cleansing something, you are scrubbing. When you wash your when, listen, Lord have mercy. When you wash your hands. You wash your hands really good to get a good lather. And then you think that's just cleansing. But when you look at a doctor and they are, they're not washing their hands, they're washing and cleansing. They're washing and scrubbing because they got to make sure there's no bacteria that's on their hands. They got to make sure there's no dirt or debris on their hands before they go inside your body to leave something there. So they can't leave no residue of nothing in your body. So they not only got to wash, but they got to scrub. They got to cleanse. They got to really make sure there's no dirt or debris or anything that they cannot see on them. So they won't put it inside of you. It's, it's all right. Lord help us. Listen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So listen, let me let me go back. Let me, let me go back. Let me go back to reading. Let me go back. 
Let me go back to reading. So, for those who just came in, I'm in 2 Kings chapter 5. And now I'm on the 12th verse. He says, aren't the rivers of Damascus, the Abana, and the far the Farpar better than any of the rivers of Israel? Why shouldn't I wash in them and be healed? Well, let's see. Can I, can I, can I speak to that right quick? Because here's the thing. You, I can't go to a podiatrist when I need a heart doctor. I can't go to a heart doctor if I need my hands worked on. I can't go to an OBGYN and I'm having a baby, but I go to a cardiologist and I have to have heart surgery. You can't just go to anybody. You just can't go to anything to be washed or to be cleansed. Sometimes you got to go where you don't want to go so that you can get the right treatment that you need to be healed, to be made whole. So you got to make sure you're going in the right direction. You got to make sure you're going to the right person. You got to make sure you're hearing the right instructions so that you can be washed, to be cleansed. David said, created me a clean heart and renew the right spirit in me, within me. That's two different things. Because see, you can be kind and still have an evil heart. Can I help somebody else? Can I help you out? You can still love and hate people. You can love, you can love a stranger and hate your brother. And the word says, how can you, oh, it's in first John. Let me go there. Let, let, let me go. I can back that up with scripture too. So, so let me just let me just go there. Uh, let's let's just let's just read that. So, let me help you out. So it tells us um, how can you how can you um, how can you love someone you can't see and hate your brother who you can see. Let me let me let me let me help you out. Let me let me let me back that up with scripture. So see, we all uh we all quick to say, oh well that you that that no no people can love other people and hate you and think that that's okay. That's not okay. That's that's not okay, ma'am, sir. That's not okay. Listen, first John 4. Let me put that in here. Some of y'all need to some of y'all go and read it for yourself. First John. First John 4 20. First John 4:20. If any man, if if a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. I didn't say it. John said it. John said, if a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? 21 says, and this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. So you can't say that you love all of those people, but then you hate me. 
Make that make sense. You can't say you love God and hate me. Make that make sense. It doesn't make sense. Because when you have love in your heart, hate shouldn't set in. When you have love for God, then hate shouldn't set in. When you when you say you love God, you cannot say you hate your brother. John said you're a liar. So I can say that. You can't love God if you hate me. You're a liar because the word is not in you. Because the Bible says that the first commandment is to love your neighbor. Yes. 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 Love your neighbor. But of course, you got to love yourself as well. So if you love yourself and you value yourself, it shouldn't be hard for you to love others and value others when you have the love of Christ. Listen, it's shifting. I feel it. It's shifting because that's right, Tanika. There is no hate in Christ. There is no hate in Christ. Matt, oh, Lord, have mercy. Let me help you out. Matthew 5. Y'all listen. Matthew 5, 43. Matthew chapter 5, verse 43. Jesus said, because it's in red, because we've been told that. What's in red is Jesus' words. But it is the Bible infallible. Well, listen. Matthew 5, 43. Jesus said, if we need to say if let me let me give it to you just the way he said it let me not use my own words let me not give you my own opinion let me give you the word of jesus words you have heard that it hath been said thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate your enemy jesus said but i say unto you love your enemies bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. It's all right, Minister Dustin, because it's actually it's the truth. I mean, it's the truth. I, I'm just I'm 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 uh, let let me, let me stay focused. I, I but I want to say this to that because you said it. I'm gonna speak to that. Paul said that we are not ignorant to Satan's devices. So if Satan can be in the world and people who serve Satan can put 666 on their, and tattoo it on their own, on their arms, they can talk about Satan. They can worship Satan. They listen to Satan's music. They don't hide who they are. Why is it that as we as Christians has to hide who we are? Because everybody wants to be respected, but nobody wants to respect. I'm going to say that one more time. Everybody wants to be respected, but nobody wants to give respect. No one wants to show respect. Everybody wants respect, but the same respect cannot be returned. So I so I'm I, I'm speaking to that because at the end of the day I am who I am. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I, I I it was I'm like Paul. I had my own encounter 
with Jesus Christ himself. It was Jesus Christ who taught me, <laughs> who showed me, who gave me. So I learned to love Jesus Christ on my own. I wasn't made. I, I know him for myself. So you don't have to apologize for that because in the actually in really in reality, it's not being petty. It's, it's speaking truth. If other people can give their truth, then as Christians, we should be able to speak truth according to the word of God, according to what, not just by what we've been taught, but what we have read for ourselves with our own minds, our own thoughts, our own hearts. So in reality, we shut our own selves down while others are building themselves up. And that's not fair. It's, it's just not fair. So in reality, this is why we need love. This is why we need the love of Christ. This is why we need to show love and don't show hate because God doesn't hate his people. God loves his people. He hates what they're doing. He hates with their, how they're acting. He hates their behavior. He hates the people that sows discord amongst the body of Christ. That scripture, Solomon wrote that in Proverbs chapter six and from 16 to 19. And we need to understand that Naaman wasn't getting, didn't go immediately to be washed and cleansed because he wanted Elisha to wave his hand and just call on the name of the Lord. It takes more than that. It takes more than that. Today, 2023, you just can't wave your hand and call on the name of the Lord. You gotta fast, you gotta pray, you gotta stay the course, you gotta remain faithful, you gotta remain committed, you gotta stand for God. James just said, draw nigh to God and God will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands and purify your hearts, you sinners, you double-minded. Double-minded means you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Double-minded means you're two-faced. Double-minded means you're confused. Double standards. That's what double-minded means. You can't make up your mind because one minute you're saying this and the next minute you're saying that. One minute you're doing this and the next minute you're doing that. We as Christians, it don't mean that we hate people because we choose to do something else, because we choose to say something else. It doesn't mean we hate people. It doesn't mean we're not praying for people. That's why Jesus, y'all better read it in Luke chapter, let me put that in here, but y'all go read Luke 12. Hopefully that'll help y'all out. Go read Luke 12. He said to his disciples, he was speaking to his disciples, do not be like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, Sadducees, don't be hypocrites. Don't be hypocrites. What you speak in the closet shall be brought out in the light. He said, what you speak in the closet shall be heard on the rooftop. What you do in secret shall be brought out in the light.
Back to Matthew chapter 5. Let me stay focused. Matthew chapter 5. And you know what? Mm -mm. Matthew chapter 5. People will come against you because they hate you. People will come against you because they hate you. And they will connect with other people because they hate you. They don't care about them people. They don't care about what they do. They don't care about what they say. But they'll gravitate because they hate you. They'll gravitate because they hate you. And you got to remain faithful. You got to remain committed to what you believe the word of God is saying. But if, if you listen, if I read the word of God, I can see it for myself. This is why Jesus was talking to the neighbors and the enemies. This is people want to talk about love. This is where love comes from. This is where love comes from. This is where love comes from. He said, Jesus said, but I said to you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them that would spitefully use you and persecute you. 45 says that you, you, you the reader, you the reader, you the reader, are you reading? Are you reading your word? Are you reading your word how to treat people? Are you reading your word how to give the word of God? Are you reading your word how to love people? Are you reading your word to say not to hate people? You. He said you, that you may be the children of your father, which is in heaven for evil. So listen, for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. This is just not for believers, but it's for those who say you're the children of the father in heaven. That's just who this is for. Because he reigns on the just and the unjust. And he told, and God told Habakkuk, the just shall live by his faith. So at the end of the day, 46 says, for if you love them which love you, what reward do you have? You're not getting any reward. You're not getting, you're not, you're, what, is, what sacrifices are you making loving somebody you already love? The sacrifice? The true love of God is when you can love that person that has betrayed you, when you can love that person that has hurt you, that you can love that person who persecuted you, when you can love that person who scandalized your name, when you can love that person that you know they have an antagonizing spirit and they're coming for your whole throat, they're coming for your husband, they're coming for your children, they're coming for your ministry, they're coming for your life, they're coming for your soul, they're coming for everything that you have. And that is what Satan does because Satan is a, he's a thief. Satan is the father of lies. Satan is a manipulator. He didn't lie to Eve. He manipulated her. He know the word. He was with God. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And Satan wants to destroy your relationship with God because Satan hates God. And he hates everybody. He, Satan hates anybody who serves God. And when you are with people who does not like God, when you are with people who doesn't serve God, you are the company that you keep. That's scripture. The scripture tells us 
that don't allow good manners to corrupt to corrupt you. Listen, y'all don't believe it. Let me help you out. Let, 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 me, let me help you out. Let, let me show you. Let me help you out. Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of the edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearer. Unto the hearer. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Listen. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Can I let me let me just let me just let me let me just give y'all that. Hold on. Let, let me just let me just give y'all that. Y'all y'all go back and and y'all read it for yourself. Cause I y'all 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 read that for yourself. Let me let me help you out. Here you go. Here you go. One Corinthian. 1533. Here you go. 1533 and Ephesians. Cause I listen, I'm not just gonna tell y'all scripture. I want y'all to go and read it for yourself. There you go. There you go. There you go. First Corinthians 1533, Ephesians 4 and 29. So, what reward do you have? Do not even the publicans the same? And 47. And if you salute your brethren only. What do you more than others do? Not, do not even the public itself. 48. Be therefore perfect, even as your father which is in heaven is perfect. Is your do you have a God-like character? Do you have a God-like integrity? Do you? Because at the end of the day, you got to resist the devil so that he will flee from you. But if you don't read your word, how can you resist something you don't understand? How can you resist something that you can't recognize? And Naaman didn't recognize that Elisha was a true prophet. Look, back into the word. So after, he, after Naaman says, why should I wash in them and be healed? So Naaman turned and went away and he was angry. So at the end of the day, he was so angry, he didn't even go wash. He didn't even go cleanse because he wanted to go. Because he wanted to go to where it looked good. It would feel good. So that's what some people are doing. You're not going to the right person. Because you think they're the wrong person because they don't look like the fake folk. So you can't recognize what's good and bad. You can't recognize true and false. You can't recognize because you're following. Some of y'all are following so many prophets. Y'all are hearing so many words. Y'all are hearing so many prophecies. Y'all can't even recognize a true prophet. You know what? Let me see. You know what? Let me, Lord, 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 right now. 
in the name of Jesus. Continue to cover me with your blood so that I will continue to be able to sound the alarm because your people are perishing because of lack of knowledge. So Lord God, I pray for those people that they will receive the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding of who you truly are and the truth behind the word. So they get a better understanding so they will stop following false teachers. They will stop following false prophets. They will stop following false preachers. They will stop following wrong. In the name of Jesus. And I'm so serious because just so many people, they tell you this man is your husband and he married. Make that make sense. They tell you she, she's your wife and she's married. Make that make sense. They tell you that you're going to receive a million dollars in the bank in three days. And three days later, you're still, wait, you're still waiting. Make that make sense. Before you send them a before God sends you a million dollars, you got to send them five thousand dollars. Make that make sense. You mean to tell me I got to give you five thousand dollars before the Lord sends me a million? Please make that make sense. And you know what? And some of y'all will do just that. Some of y'all will send that five thousand dollars. And you are still waiting on your millions. Because just like Naaman, y'all think that all they got to do is raise their hand and call on the name of the Lord. When it takes more than that. Washing and cleansing, it takes more than that. And they still waiting. They're still waiting. When a prophet told me in my face, in front of the whole congregation, you don't trust prophets. And I said out loud in front of the whole congregation, no, I do not. Because I can recognize what's real and what's not. Because you know why? I have a prayer for life. I read the word of God for myself. So I don't have to be a prophet chaser when I can read the word myself and let the word chase me. Because when the word chases you, you're going to stay corrected in the word. You're going to follow the word of God. If Revelations chapter 22 tells me that John was told, don't seal up the prophecy of this book, I ain't sealing it up either. Because he is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. So when he's telling them, if they want to be holy, let them be holy. But if they want to be filthy, let them be filthy still. Oh, y'all want, want it? Let me give it to you. Let me, let me, let me, let me hear. Here y'all go. Revelation. Go read it for yourself. Revelation. Let me, let Revelation 22. Let me tell you. Right there, 10. 
Just matter of fact, read the whole chapter. That that'll bless you. That'll hold you. See, we worried about we worried about so much. We, honey, we worried about what we worried about a house. We worried about cars. We worried about money. We worried about a husband. We worried about a wife. We worried about this. We worried about that. We worried about all this stuff. But what are you doing? Are you washing? Are you cleansing? Are you fasting? Are you praying? What are you doing to receive the goodness of the Lord? What are you doing? Because y'all are chasing the wrong people. And I heard some, you know what? It dropped in my spirit, so I'm going to say it. I had somebody tell me a couple of times. Oh, so we should just listen to you. Oh, you're right. Oh, because you know the Bible. We should just listen to what you say. And I was like, no, it's the word. It's not what I say. It's what the word said. It's not about me. It's about God. Why is it I can I can quote a scripture to say this is what it's saying, but then T.D. Jakes will come through and say the exact same thing and you'll post it, share it, prophesy about it, put it on your TikTok, put it on your Facebook, put it, tattoo it on your forehead, tell the whole world, put it in your notepad, put the, the sticky note on your mirror as if I didn't say a word because it came from Sister Holloway. Because it came from me. That's that's just that's just what it is. Because y'all think us little old people don't know the word of God. Y'all think us little old people don't hear from the Lord. Y'all think us little old people don't know nothing. But because somebody got a TV ministry and they got a million followers, it must be God. They must be a prophet. They must be special. Oh, let's go and follow them. Let's listen to what they say. Truly, they got to be great. They got 10 million people. And then when they cheat on their wife, then they go to jail for extortion. Then a baby comes out of the woodwork from the congregation. Then it's, oh my God, I can't believe they would do that. They're human. They are human. Elisha said, oh, I'm in the word. Oh, I am in the, oh, I am in the word. That's what Elisha said. Elisha said, am I God? Am I God? And that's what y'all think. Y'all think because these people have all these followers. Hold on. And y'all know what? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Dropped in my spirit, so I'm going to say it. You know what? Not, not even outside of that. Y'all are posting these memes and y'all posting these posts from these preachers and these prophets. But are you living it? Are you applying it? Gullible people, naive people. Are you applying? No, what y'all do is y'all only take out what speaks to somebody else. Oh, y'all only take out what speaks what was done to you. Oh, y'all only take out those parts, but y'all don't take out the other parts that you need. That you need, that's right, gullible. Because I have $5. That, listen, I have $5 in my pocket, and I get on a live, and I'm listening to the prophet. And the prophet says, ma'am, 
I hear the Lord saying you got $50 that you can sow into this ministry. And when you sow $50 into this ministry, and I reply, well, I only have $5. Well, borrow it from somebody. Somebody loan her, but no, no, no. You just said you heard the Lord say that I have $50. So if the Lord told you that I have $50, then why I got to borrow it from somebody? False prophet. Because all I got is $5 and I'm not giving it to you because you just proved, you just proved to me that your fruit is not good and you are a liar and I should have to go ahead and borrow money for a word. It's wisdom. It's knowledge. It's understanding. It's what makes sense. And then when you're taken in, then you want to call on the name of the Lord Oh, Lord God, I'm so sorry. I should have listened. Sister Holloway was trying to tell me, but I just wouldn't listen. Sister Susie Joe tried to tell me not to go to that liquor store at midnight, but I just went on anyway, and I got robbed at gunpoint when I knew I should have just stayed at home because y'all don't listen to the true people. Y'all want to go off of your own Proverbs chapter three. Let me help you out. Proverbs, Lord have mercy. I, I got to go. I, I, I haven't even got through the main, the main course of naming. I, I only got, I, I, I haven't even got, I only got to 12. Lord have mercy. Proverbs three. Let me, listen, here's what y'all, here's what y'all, Lord have mercy. Here's how y'all, this is, this is how y'all do this is how y'all read the Bible. Let, let me help you out right quick. I'm almost done. Y'all bear with me. Lord have mercy. Listen, I, I, I'm almost done. Listen, I, I, I got, listen, 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 listen. Lord, help me, Jesus. Lord, help me. Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Proverbs, I'm, I'm sounding the alarm because somebody needs to know I just can't be hearer of the word. I got to be doer of the word. And I just can't only take out that goes against someone else. I must take out that needs to come to me for correction, for conviction, for salvation, for restoration, for reconciliation, sanctification, regeneration. Help me, Jesus. This is what y'all do. Lean not to thy own. Listen. Well, it says that we we it says um trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding and all thy ways. Acknowledge Him, and He shall direct my path. That's where y'all stop. Y'all stop right there. Y'all y'all don't read nothing else. But the main part of this passage of scripture is in verse seven is in verse seven be not wise in your own eyes fear the lord and depart from evil that's how y'all read that's how let me say not all that's how some of y'all read some of y'all read partially you don't read the whole passage of the chapter you only take out what speaks positive but you forget it says, be not wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Can I prove that? Can I prove it in scripture again? Let me put this in here. Proverbs 
three, seven. Let, let me just put that there. Let, I, I'm just going to give you one. Let me give you another one. Let me give you Psalm. Oh, this, listen. Let me give y'all Psalm 37. This is my favorite scripture, y'all. This, this is my favorite passage of scripture. But let me give y'all that. Let me give y'all Psalm 37. Let, let me show y'all. Let me show y'all what else y'all do. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to help y'all. Oh I, oh, I know I'm helping somebody. I know. Listen, people mad right now. Right now, they're unfriending me. Right now, they're unfollowing me. Oh, I, I, I feel it in the spirit. I feel it in the atmosphere. They're unfriending me. They're unfollowing me. They're walking away. And it's fine. Because you know what I realized today? That if there are just some people that's going to go on and do their own thing, then I should be able to do that as well. Right? I should be able to do that as well. And, and smile and, and be happy. Right? But check out Psalms 37. We all say this. And verse 3, Psalms 37 and 3, this is what we say. Trust in the Lord and do good. No, 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 no. Now it's verse 4. He's going to, listen, he's going to give me the desires of my heart. He's going to give me the desires of my heart. God said I can have the desires of my heart. But y'all, forget verse 1. Y'all don't, don't start at verse 1, and then you don't read the whole scripture. Verse 1 says, fret not yourself because of evildoers, neither be thy envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Verse 3 says, trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Verse 1 says, delight yourself. Also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of your heart. But here's verse five. Commit your ways unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Bring what to pass? The desires of your heart. Verse six. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. So, yeah, he'll give you the desires of your heart. When you delight yourself in the Lord, he'll bring it to pass when you commit your way unto the Lord. So y'all leave all that out. Y'all don't want to read that part. Just like Lord have mercy. Here's another example. I'm about to help y'all out. I'm about to help y'all out. Here's, I'm going to give y'all this one more. Just Matthew. This right here going to bless your whole soul. Matthew chapter 17. Let me go ahead and add 20 and 21. Let me just help y'all out. Just one, just one more. Uh, Cause I'm, I'm just telling y'all how some of y'all, y'all just, how y'all read the Bible, how y'all just read the Bible. You leave out all the good parts and you don't want to do anything outside of that. And I'm about to help you. I'm about to help you right here. I'm about to help you right here. Y'all read 20. Y'all will read Matthew 17 to 20. This is what y'all do. And Jesus said unto him, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to, your, to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Y'all stop right there. I can speak to that mountain and cause that mountain to move over to yonder. All I need is to have faith as a grain of a mustard seed. But, 20, but did you read 21 though? Did you read verse 21 where it says, how about this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting.
So how do you expect how do you expect to have faith to speak to a mountain to tell it to go way over yonder, but you're not fasting and praying? I just gave y'all three examples of how you will take a scripture and you don't read the whole thing. How you will listen to a prophet who will tell you you can have all the houses in the land, you can have the finer things in life, and that prophet don't know that you are sleeping with a whole husband, another woman's husband. You sleep with a whole other wife. You have a drug addiction. You are extorting money. You are a loan shark. You are doing things that you know you shouldn't do. You have hatred in your heart. How do you not know this? How? Because even if, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Lord, I got to get off of here. Listen, if God comes through and says, tell them that the house that they've been dreaming about, I'm going to bring it to pass. But also tell them they got to remain faithful. They got to remain committed. They got to trust me with their whole heart. They got to they gotta be good. Don't let nothing stop them. That's giving a prophetic word. That's the word of God. How do I need to back out of a scripture? Okay, let me help you out. Isaiah, Lord have mercy. Let me, let me, let me help you out. Let, let me, let me help you out. Isaiah chapter one. Isaiah one. Let me go ahead and put it here. Let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Isaiah one. Let me, and I'm going to just say, I'm just going to say 16 through uh, 16 through 19. There we go. That listen, I'm telling, listen, Isaiah chapter one. I, Lord have mercy, conditional. Exactly. Listen, Isaiah chapter one. And I'll read 16. Here we go. Here we go. See, some of y'all right now thinking she ain't even in the word no more. No, I'm in the word. And you know why I know that I'm in the word? Because listen to what 16 says. The beginning of 16. It says, wash you. What is our theme for today? It's time to be washed, to be cleansed. So that's right. Follow all the steps that the words, listen, the word will speak for itself. Because if a, when a, not if, when a true prophet that is being spoken from God, God's going to confirm it through his word. Because God knows the heart of his people and you know the prayers you've been praying and you know if you're sinning, you know if you're doing good. If you don't, no, ain't no, you know when you're doing right. You know when you're right or wrong. But anyway, listen, 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 let me go back up to, let me go back up to 15. Can I go to 15? Let me go to 15. It says, and when you spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Yeah. When you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Mm. Your hands are full of blood. And if your hands are full of blood, you need to wash and cleanse them. 16 says, wash you, make you clean. See, we're trying to wash everybody else's hands. Y'all know how we do with our children. 
When we take our little children, our little girls, our little boys, we take them to the bathroom. We got to hold their hands up under the water and we showing them how to wash, how to say the ABC, the one, two, three, the little, the little washing hand prayer. Right. Yeah. That's what. But eventually, as they get older, because you're teaching them how to you're teaching them how to wash their own hands. But while they are a babe, you got to show them. You got to teach them. You got to explain to them why their hands got to be cleansed, why their hands got to be washed so that no blood is on them, so that no dirt is on them. So there's no dirt under those fingernails that you can't see because, you know, they put their hands in their mouth. You know, the hands to mouth disease. Uh, yeah. Let me. OK, so wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now. Let us reason together. Y'all don't even want to reason together. The Bible says if you got to all with your brother, go sit there and work it out. Lay your gifts at the altar, all this other stuff. And y'all don't even want to have a conversation. Y'all don't even want to communicate. Y'all post these memes. Y'all post these subliminal posts. Y'all will post these. Y'all will share all this stuff against everybody else. But you're not washing your own hands. You're not cleansing your own hearts. You're trying to wash the beam out of somebody else's eye and your eyes are full of logs. And even right now, y'all are saying, well, so are you, Sister Holloway. Is that an assumption? Do you know? Or is it something that you heard? Because at the end of the day, as of right now, I ain't done nothing crazy yet. And I did say yet. Because at any given moment, flesh can take hold. But because I choose to stay faithful, I choose to stay committed, I choose to be quiet, I choose to walk away, I choose to bow out gracefully. That's a choice. Why? Because Paul said, I got to work out my own soul salvation with fear and trembling. I don't want to go to hell. If I go to hell, let it be something that I've done. Not because something that you said or done to me, oh, that devil is a lie. I'm not, I'm not gonna let y'all risk my salvation because y'all wanna act crazy. Y'all wanna do the most. So let y'all just let y'all go on and be great. That's what isn't that what John said in Revelation? Those who want to be filthy, let them be filthy still. Those who want to be holy, let them be holy still. Because at the end of the day, we have to stand at the judgment seat of God. And we are all going to be judged according to our own work. What we have said, what we have done. So once again, 18, come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. 19, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. So Isaiah is speaking what the Lord spoke to him. So Isaiah 
decided to share it with us because that's what the Lord told him to do when he called him in the beginning about Israel's rebellion and Israel's rebellion yeah let me mm -mm. I was going to read something but yeah I was going to read something and I changed my mind so back to Isaiah I mean back to 2nd Kings so with all of that being said because I got three minutes I gotta get off of here Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. So the word speaks for itself. So I guess I'm going to finish up with, with Naaman on tomorrow, which is Friday, of course. And we're going to end verse uh, chapter five there because I really want you all to understand it's time to be washed, to be cleansed. You have to wash your heart. You have to wash your thoughts. You have to wash your feelings to be cleansed. Mind you, even though you wash your heart, you wash your thoughts, you wash your feelings, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have feelings. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have thoughts. It just means that what the scripture says that we got to depart from evil and do good. We can't be wise in our own eyes. We got to depart from evil. We can't do what the world will do. We got to do what the word says. So in all of that, we have to understand that Naaman walked away from what Elisha told him to do because he wanted to go somewhere that was clean. And sometimes you got to go somewhere. To, sometimes you got to go to a dirty place to be cleansed and a healthy place. So don't be so quick to kick against something when you don't understand the purpose, when you don't understand the plan. When you don't understand the physician as whom God sends to you because of the prayers of your heart. Because it was the little girl who said, I know a prophet that can heal him of his leprosy. So somebody had to know the miracles, the signs, the wonders that Elisha was doing in order for somebody to say, I know a man. I know a God. I know a prophet. But you have to be careful who you're following. You have to be careful who you're listening to. You have to be careful who you are just listening to, just following. At the end of the day, it's the word of God for me. At the end of the day, it was my healing for me. At the end of the day, it was my salvation. It's still my salvation for me. I want to help people. I don't want you to be hurt. I don't want you to, I don't want you to be betrayed. Cause see, I can teach you what not to do. Cause sometimes I want to tell somebody what they need to do, but all that's going to do is bring chaos and confusion. And that's not who God called me now to be. He used my old life, all that energy, all of that influence, he did just like Saul. Saul was killing Christians. But Jesus still called him his chosen vessel before he even changed his name to Paul. Some of you are God's chosen vessels. You just have to recognize it. You just have to know it. You just have to have a true encounter. You just have to recognize a true prophet, true word, a true God. 
Because right now, some of you are listening to false gods. Some of you are listening to false teachers. Some of you are listening to false uh, uh, pastors. Some of you are following falseness. Amen. So I'm done. I'm done. I believe the Lord then came through and gave what needed to be given, said what needed to be said. People heard what needed to be heard. And people will receive what needs to be received. This is not me, but I thank God that he uses me to sound the alarm. And I'm going to continue to sound the alarm because I do not want another man's blood on my hands. So if God gives me something to speak to, I'm going to do just that. And I have learned you want to lose some folk. I have learned people are going to walk away from you. I have learned they're going to do that because they know that it's truth, but they just don't want to leave out of that place right now. And that's fine. That's fine. So know that I love y'all. Continue to pray for me as I continue, continue to pray for you. Keep me covered with your prayers and your strength because I am on a journey. And this is where I am. Does it hurt? Oh, it hurts like a Dickens. Do I get discouraged at times? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir, I do. But because I have the strength of the Lord and I know where I'm going, then I must understand what I'm doing. Amen. Amen. So I love y'all. Know that I love you. God loves you more. Stay encouraged. If it's God's will and the creek had risen, I see you all on tomorrow at one o'clock. Amen. So thank you for turning, tuning into Sounding the Alarm Afternoon Bible Studies. And I'm praying for you all. I know it.